Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode two in the book of Revelation. We're in chapter one, and I'm going to title today, Wailing at or Loving His Appearing. We're going to get kind of two big choices. This is John, the uh, Apostle John, and probably 95 AD or so, writing to the churches of Western Turkey, which is the Roman province of Asia. And he says in verse 3, we talked about this yesterday, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and keep what is written in it, for the time is near. So let's retain and watch over these words and treasure and protect them and guard them and value them. Then verse 4, John to the seven churches that are in Asia. He picks seven, which is kind of the the number of of protection perfection. There are other churches in Western Turkey at the time, but this was kind of representative of a perfect, complete set. And he says, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings on earth. And then he gets to worship. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Then verse 7. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God. And then again, who is and who was and who is to come? The Almighty. All right, let me start with uh, verse 4. John to the seven churches of of, uh, Asia. And that, again, symbolizes perfection. Then verse 5, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. So we have, we're going to see the Trinity here, the Father, Son, and Spirit, giving this message to John to give to the seven churches and and, uh, also to us. So we're going to see the three parts of the uh, uh, Trinity. We're reminded that God is all-seeing, God is all-knowing. The seven spirits that uh, is uh, talked about is is a depiction of the Holy Spirit. It's this complete understanding, uh, spirits all seeing, all knowing, and represents the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, grace to you and peace from him who is, this is God now, who is and was and is to come. So there's this time element of is, which is Later on, he's going to talk about, I am the Alpha and the Omega. So I was there at the beginning, and I'm there at the end. But the part that's emphasized, I think, by the order is, it's him who is. It's this person that is here now. So Jesus Christ is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, the ruler of the kings on earth. So we get the third part of the Trinity. So we have the Father, we have the Holy Spirit, and now we have the... Um, we have the the third part person of the Trinity, Jesus, and he's described as the faithful witness. For he for this reason I have come to bear witness to the truth, Jesus said in the book of John, John eighteen thirty seven. He's also described as the firstborn of the dead, that in everything he may be preeminent. 
That's first. That's from Colossians. So the firstborn of the dead. So Jesus has the first in line gift, and the first in line gift, particularly of death and rising from death. He is the he is born after death, and this is going to require a response from us. It's, it's so practical. It's so real because someday each of us is going to die, and so he's either the firstborn of the dead, or he is not. And we will be the one billionth person, whatever the number is, uh, born from the dead, or we will not. So I don't know if you've been to a funeral, but maybe you don't know if your loved one is born of the dead. What we do know is absent this firstborn from the dead, none of us has any hope. So this is a big deal when he says, I am the firstborn of the dead. And then finally, the ruler of the kings of earth. And this emphasizes dominion and power and control. And so, you know, our little politics just just pale in comparison. All right, so then he gets into this worship thing. To him who loves us. That's the theme of 1 John. And then freed us from our sins by his blood. That's the theme of Hebrews. And made us a kingdom. That's the theme of Matthew, the book of Matthew. And made us priests to God and Father. That's one of the themes of First Peter. To him be glory. And that's me. When I glorify God, I'm telling him that I recognize and appreciate his character and characteristics. And in so doing, I'm keeping the word uh, of this prophecy. I'm valuing it. I'm seeing his character in it. And therefore, I'm glorifying him for these characteristics. Now, these characteristics are going to go on forever. They're unending characteristics. They're ongoing characteristics. Therefore, my appreciation of those characteristics should and better go on forever and ever. So he's not changing and neither should I. So I should be continuing and worshiping for a long time, says verse 6. Behold, he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. So what's interesting is those who pierced him, as far as I know, one person stuck a sword in Jesus, but didn't we all pierce him? Didn't we all reject him and sort of sort of deny him? So the plural, we've all persecuted the Lord. We've all sinned against him. And therefore, uh, the, re- the appropriate response, all the tribes on earth will wail on account of him. That's us saying, oh, no. I should have acted different, differently. So we're answering God's question is, who can stand before me? It says that in Job 41 and Psalm 76. It's like, hey, the lion is here. The answer is nobody, unless, listen to this, 1 Timothy 4, 8. Paul says there's a crown which the Lord, the righteous judge, so he's still seeing, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but to all who loved his appearing. Well, that is, we need the Lord's help. So with the Lord's help, we can love his appearing, as opposed to the, the, this, this crowd here who's wailing. We're going to need some help with, with, the, with the wailing to help love his appearing. So join me in learning of who God is, that he sees us, and that he's going to know what we do today, and that we can love his appearing by approaching this book and his character the right way. Let's not wail. Thanks for listening.